Welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. You have both your hosts here, Shelby and Carolyn, and we are so excited. We have finally kind of come down from MBRA finals, and we are all ready to talk about it. Um, the next few episodes will be definitely based on the MBRA finals, and we are very excited to share them. But first, uh, we definitely want to send a huge shout out to the MBRA board members, especially President Charmaine Grad and Treasurer, Secretary, sorry, Don Vandersteen um, for welcoming us into the finals, the atmosphere, everything was crazy. And I also want to send a huge shout out to all of them for what an amazing event that they put yeah. on that takes so much organization. Um, but it ran so smoothly, at least in our eyes, probably not theirs, <laughs> but in our eyes, it ran very well. So huge congratulations to all of you wonderful ladies. <laughs> okay, well, without further ado, let's get on with some of these episodes and let you listen to these interviews that we did. Yes, absolutely. Okay, I think we're, I think we're live. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody, welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. You have your host here, Shelby Carolyn, and we are live here at MBRA Finals in Brandon with Julie Stewart. Hey, welcome, Julie. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes. So she is the 2019 Open One Day Champion, and you are a five-time saddle winner, which is super cool. And you have 80,000 in lifetime earnings. Huge accomplishment. Thank you. So you are no stranger to the barrel racing world. Sometimes <laughs> or, I feel like it. Yeah. You I mean, know, I, feel that way. I know. Sometimes I'm like, do I even know what's happening? The lifetime's earnings just keeps going up and you're like, oh, I'm still new. Yeah. Huh. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so we are both very excited to start talking about your successes as a barrel racer. But first... Other than your little intro, tell us a bit about you and what you are up to right now. Okay, so um, during COVID, the beginning of COVID, I, um, do I look at the camera or do I look at you guys? I don't Whichever. Know. Whichever. Um, so at the beginning of COVID, I actually moved from Oak Bank, Manitoba to Wapella. Um, we bought 20 acres there. It was kind of like an old farmyard, so to speak. It's in the middle of like a field. And um so we have just spent two years pretty much making that work. Um, and so I'm doing that. I am doing a little bit of massage. I'm a massage therapist by trade. So I have been doing that for eight years and I'm doing that. And then uh, just training horses wow. yeah. and starting them. Just, just training horses. Yeah, that's pretty much my life. I mean, people are like, what do you do? Um, what do you mean? Like I, horses, that's... Did you take a vacation with horses? Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah. that's all I got. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So take us through a little walkthrough of what you do once you're starting your cold. So I know you have a few colds at your house right yeah. now, but yeah. starting from A to B, how do you get them going? The like, do you, you mean from, for riding or for barrels? Go with barrels. Let's, okay. Let's hit that target. That. Um, so basically when I get a horse in, I want to make sure that they're as broke as possible, right? Like if I have a horse that doesn't understand that if I put my left leg on it and it can't move off of that, well, then we're going to backtrack because that's your first thing. Um, I really make like to make sure that they're broke in the ribs. Um, 
I, I do lots of drills with them and I kind of watch them in the pasture actually. So when I get a training horse and I'll watch them and I'll see like, how do they want to move? How do they want to turn? Because that's going to be natural, right? Like that's going to be, they're going to show you how they want to turn. And then I work with that. Um, I adapt my training to them, not they adapt to me. I don't think that's fair to them because some horses just can't turn the way you want. And yeah. some are front endy and this, that, and the other. So I'll do a lot of drills. Um, I'll do a lot of, actually, I think the biggest thing that people miss when they're working with colts is rate. Um, so mm -hmm. I'll go out in the field and I'll breeze them and then I'll make them come back to me and then I'll breeze them again and make them come back to me. Um, I do a lot of that. And then if they're broke, the barrels are the easy part yeah it's really not you know people make it a little bit bigger than than it is but honestly if they're broke and they have rate and they listen to you that's pretty much all you need to start you've got the barrel pattern yeah, well exactly yeah. yeah and I mean you know it's um I think the hardest part for these colts is actually when you're coming around the backside of first to change to that other lead sometimes they have a real struggle with that but it's just like you know if you just overcorrect them they kind of pick it up naturally or they just do it naturally right i don't put too much emphasis on it but that's probably the hardest part for these bulls yeah is what i find yeah i find that amazing actually that you adapt to <laughs> that you adapt to them and not yeah. vice versa yeah. right you a know, lot of people start them and they're like this is this how i want them. to do it yeah and then Love you know that. i and i and i follow people that do that and it works for them and that's great but it's um it also creates a lot of sometimes sour horses because they're like i you're you're making me be sore because i can't turn that way yeah you know and right. that is not the easy way for me and the easy way is going to be the smoothest way and it's also going to be the easiest on their joints their body and then you're not fighting with them yeah you know there's so, the massage therapy coming yeah out well exactly <laughs> i know i like see some of these horses i'm like no. oh that one's sore oh darn it yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be tough. Yeah, to I know. I'm like, like, oh, yeah. that's not good. <laughs> so tell us about your famous horse, Cece. Oh, Miss Cece. Yeah. 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 She's a pretty powerful horse. Like, you, you know, actually, everybody asked me that. It's super funny. So I got her from Jackie as a late two year old. So it's Jackie Ruffs. Ruffs. Jackie okay. Ruffs. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. She's like my favorite horse person. Um, so I got her from Jackie's late two-year-old. Um, she sat for most of the winter because honestly, she was a miserable cow. Like she was like, <laughs> she was like, you want to touch me? I think not. And I was like, what did I just buy? And I said that to Jackie and she's like, just stick with her. And I was like, okay. So when she was three. I sent her to Kane Quan for two months. Um, he really liked her. Um, she did really well. Like once she was riding, she was super, just came along really quick. I kicked her out. Um, I brought her back for her four-year-old year and I took her down sort of in January of 2019. I went down to Arizona to ride with Lynette Broadway for a month. Oh, very cool. And that was where, you know, we really started figuring things out because she had a bit of a different style. Um, and she was just so powerful that she didn't really like you could pretty much put her anywhere and she could do it but it was like what is her style that was a hard thing for me to figure out um and so yeah so when I first got her back from Kane she wouldn't even lope a left lead I was riding with my friend Alyssa and I was like well she rode really nice at Kane's and then I went to go like try and pick up a left lead and I was like is this horse even broke? Like, what is going on? <laughs> and she was just such a cow about it. And then when we started racing and I actually gave her a job, that's when I think that that red bloodline started to come through. She was like, okay, this is my job. Yeah. 
Um, and the first two races I ran her in were actually in Arizona and they were on big standard patterns. And I was like, I honestly, at that point, I was like, I don't even know what she's capable of. Like, I have no idea. Is she fast? Is she slow? And like, when you warmed her up, she was like, oh, okay. If we have to lope, I guess we will. And then you'd turn her towards like the run and she'd be like, game on. And I was like, oh gosh. So we went down and we went ran an 18 on a standard for our first race. And it was, it was, I was like, okay, I have something good here. And, and then we just continued with that. Yeah. So nice. yeah, phenomenal. yeah, she was, she was really cool, but also very lazy. It was kind of weird. Like she didn't exert her energy if she didn't feel she needed to like, well, and, that's probably why she's so good. You right. Know? She was like, gotta yeah, make it no. count. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah where the mare hormones come from. Oh gosh, <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah, I know. I was like, holy, you're having a day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, regarding Cece, is yeah. there anything new that you- um, Well, so I've been following her and Cassidy. Um, they've won- Is that her- That's her new owner. Okay, yeah, gotcha. So gotcha. Um, she, Cassidy's from Pilot Point, Texas. And so they're running professionally. Cece's I don't know what her earnings are professionally, but I know she's won two separate rodeos um, in her first year of competing. And yeah, and she's she's doing really well. Um, she's just loving it, you know, like Cassidy said, you can't, there's not many normally horses you can take from a fraternity horse and then make them into a rodeo horse in two years. Like it just doesn't work like that. And uh, she has just adapted and to find awesome. somebody who's like meshes with her completely. yes well exactly yeah. and cassidy rides her phenomenally i mean if anybody's seen them together it's pretty cool to watch so you think she'd been riding her for a while? yeah well yeah <laughs> right? she's just and i know she took like um she took dressage or english lessons maybe from at high point performance horses when she was ah. young so she is like my goal rider like she just she's so proper and so nice and she's just so easy on the reins I'm like wow <laughs> goals so how did you get connected with her like I'm so, so curious yeah so when Crystal so basically the whole story is I had sent Cece to Crystal because I was moving yeah and I was just Crystal like grad. yeah Crystal okay. grad so um, it was her derby year and I was like, I know that she's this good. She needs to go with someone that's hauling because I can't do that and move at the same time. Um, so I sent her to Crystal and Crystal did really well on her. And then, so that was her six-year-old year. And then her seven-year-old year, Crystal said, can I take her back? And I said, well, okay. So we sent her back to Crystal. Um, and when she was in she was in Washington for the fizz bomb and then they went to California. Mm -hmm. I think she was with Marcy Lay and um, they ran at a pro rodeo. They just decided they would try. And she ended up third in this pro rodeo on CC and she's like, oh my God. And then um, Cassidy was actually looking at a horse named Fling that Crystal was riding at that time, time too. And then Fling actually sold within the week she was there. So she was like, well, I'll ask Julie if she wants to sell Cece. And I, like, before I had said to Crystal, you know, if somebody came up with a ridiculous number, like, I'd, I'd have to sell her because it would just make sense. It would financially just, you know. Yeah. yeah. So um, she came up with that number and I looked at Kyle and I was like, uh, so we have a big decision to make right now. And then, so Cassie ended up buying her and that's the story. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. A lot, yeah. a lot of different connections, right? Like, and yeah. just people in the right 
place at the right time and yeah. that... but so emotional like oh that was it was hard. so <laughs> hard and yeah. you know like oh. it was hard because I was just like I could bring her back to I could say no bring her back to Saskatchewan but then what yeah. Right. Like go and run at ja- little jackpots that what happened to her? Yeah. her Her caliber just wasn't worth her mind and her, you know, yeah. like she, she needed to go pro. And that was, so I did what was best for her and, and got rid of her. And I still miss her because it's so hard to bounce back from a horse like that. Like mm. this year I had a four-year-old gelding. He did awesome, but like, he's no CC. No. And I'm just like, I'm used to being up here and now I'm kind of back down here and it's humbled me, which is awesome I mean really everybody needs to be humbled right and oh for sure and I'm like honestly at the beginning of this year I said to Kyle I suck (laughs) if you don't I was like well this is no CC and he's like it's not even the same bloodlines Julie (laughs) but yeah so um it's been a year of humbling and or a humbling year I guess and yeah so that was that's the story cool well Speaking of bloodlines, tell us uh, what we can expect in the coming seasons from your yeah. program. Okay, so um, I have, I maybe have one from next year. He's on a bit of an injury, so he's a Shazoom on a first down dash. He came off the track. He's very quirky and very fun to ride. <laughs> but if he doesn't come back from the injury, then I'm going to try rodeos with Chief um, and take a bit of a break from the fraternity derby. Okay, your little chief horse. My little chief, Aww. yeah. And um, and then the next year, I actually have another red filly. Um, she's at a real quick dash mare, and she gives me the same vibes as Cece does or did. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So she's she's really promising. Um, and then after that, I have a gelding by Red out of a dash of Kirk's mare, and he's kind of the same as. I think all the red horses are like really lazy until you kind of get through to them. They're kind of mm-hmm. like, if I don't have to do this, I won't. And then um, I have some, I have a, what else do I have? Oh gosh. You mentioned you have a bunch of horses pulling, right? Well, no. I did. You know what? I actually sold off most of my broodmares. I have three oh, broodmares okay. now. So I have one, actually, I have a direct daughter of prime talent out of a firewater flick, which is the same mm-hmm. bloodline to see me. Um, and full to slick by design. So that bull comes next spring. Really excited about that one. And then we'll have to figure out what we're going to cross her on because she's she's big names, so, right? So, are these horses absolutely. for your program or? Yeah. 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 Like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I sell some. Like I sold a French's Hula Guy Philly this year. She was super nice out of like a proven track mare speed index of 113. Like mm-hmm. she's got all the goods, but I was just like, first of all, I won't ride a Palomino. And second of all, I won't. I can't. I can't. And um, I just can't. (laughs) It's like bad voodoo or something for me. I don't know. And then, um, yeah, so I ended up selling that one. That one's going to Alberta. And then I kept a a stud bolt out of that new male iron livestock, that Jaguar. Out of, I have a Dr. Nick Bar three bars there okay and so that'll be cool he is he is a chunky little monkey and um i just love him and then um what else did i buy oh i bought uh sandy ridge baby okay um out of root beer boots out of a royal shake of mare yeah so yeah lots of just kind of different crosses i'm really partial to royal quick dash uh prime talent and obviously red yes so 
Yeah. From personal experience. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> really, they brought me a little bit of success. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so red would be uh, Jack Brooks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. yeah. If I could have a million reds, like red rock Leo bars in my pen, I would. Cause yeah. they're just all, they're all so talented. I mean, that's what Dawn writes, right? That's yep. pretty much all she's right. written. I think she's got and some birds. She have like, uh, one she of the fastest yeah, times she actually here right on, now. You know what? Fun story. That's Cece's full brother. That's the no. only no. full sibling to Cece is the Corona's <laughs> rock and talent. Yeah. yeah so right yeah, he yeah. is getting it right now. I'm super <laughs> excited for her. I'm like, go red, go to red. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of, you know, what I have and, and yeah, so awesome. Yeah. So where can people contact you if they need some horse training, if they need some <laughs> massage? Yeah, you a little bit everything. Yeah. I mean, come drop up your horse, get a massage. Yeah, um, but I mean, I'm not. I love that for myself. <laughs> Wait, you do massage there for horses or people? People. People. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was totally thinking you know, horse training. I did dabble in fine massage, but honestly, my little pea brain just couldn't wrap yeah. around like standing there for two hours giving a horse a massage. I was like, I'll just throw like a magnawave on them or something and, yeah. and do it that way. But yeah. So um you can contact me. My cell phone number is 306-608-2971. I'm on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Um and yeah, pretty much our our business is running our ranch and we're kind of on Facebook there is probably the best platform to reach us. And we have email and stuff on there. So yeah. yeah we can post that on this live yeah. video too yeah, yeah i'll put it in all... the comments or the caption okay. or something yeah. Yeah. yeah well thank you so much not Julia. a problem thanks for having yeah. me yeah. oh gosh yeah, yeah i was so body. nervous i was like oh my gosh <laughs> not so bad no babe. it's not i pretty much i think i looked at the the camera like one time i was like yeah. oh my gosh i'm gonna avoid eye contact <laughs> Yeah, this is almost the same as not doing it live, like because right. yeah. it's just a conversation. Yeah, and, and yeah. you just kind of like look. I like yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. And, and I got confirmation that they can hear us. So. Oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah. So, well, no, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, and um, I'm looking forward to hearing who takes the yeah, take the 2022 win home here. So always a mystery yeah. i know you never know well, you never know it varies year to year oh for Ooh. sure yeah but we want to wish you tough. the best too with Thank your you. horses Thank and you. your injuries and hopefully for the rest of the season you can get some other things going yeah absolutely yeah. well hello everybody welcome to our live view of in the ride like a mother podcast we have your hosts here shelby and carolyn and we are here with Kathy Johnson. She was the 2D winner yesterday. So Kathy, tell us, take us through your run. What happened yesterday? Well, <laughs> I didn't, I just went out to do the first round. It was a 14-5 and I didn't expect her to run like that because mm -hmm. I haven't had a chance to really run her much this year. You know, yeah. took her to a bunch of gym cannas and I took her up to don't give a buck she had burden and that's a good one and a couple others i uh, went to chloe frisk's um jackpot she had her derby yeah or the slot that, race that's a canada day one yes, yes. i went to that and yeah. i mean she had an abscess this summer so i missed a few things <laughs> i think everybody's horses have had something go wrong with them this year <laughs> and then uh yeah and i ran her dryden and the fair there and she brought me a bunch of money home from there and uh, i also haul a stud that his name is kids hand 
and uh, he's really nice boy and you don't even know he's a stud i gotta remind people because they'll come up to me with their horses or their mares and yeah he just doesn't care he's so good he holds really good with the mares he doesn't even make a peep you know and that's even when they're in heat he knows his job he knows when he's got to do his business <laughs> got a lot of stuff like that yeah. too. so much appreciation for that yeah well he's such a good boy it's hard though coming out here with him because his breathing isn't good and the traveling really affects him so he, you come all the way from Ontario, yeah, right? Thunder yeah. Bay, Ontario. Yeah, yeah. check some miles coming out here. Yeah, and I try to come <laughs> out at least. You know, sometimes they'll come out and spend a week and hit a bunch of jackpots to qualify for MBRA finals. Yeah, oh, and uh, yeah, and I try to hold two horses because then if I do well with both, it kind of helps pay the trip. Absolutely. And I'll sometimes bring some other girls along with me to help get them qualified from Thunder Bay or from yeah. Cool. I've had a few girls come out here and do really well with me um, that I've helped bring along, you know. Um, yeah, but Hustle's been kind of, uh, uh, she was my COVID fine and uh, nobody really wanted her, what I was told, because she was little. Yeah. <laughs> and this but, is the horse you won the 2D on. Yes, and this is the horse I won the 2D on. Um, first time I hold her out was the Prestige in um, Whitewood. Saskatchewan. Yeah. And uh, she wasn't even running it and she pulled off a thousand dollar purse there. She placed, I think, second or third in the 4D. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, I don't know, but this horse, something about this horse. So yeah. I just kept going connection. with her. Yeah. And then I went to that same year and that was COVID year. So I kind of was sneaking by the borders <laughs> to get out here because there was nothing going on at home. So, and then, uh, yeah, I went to uh, Don't Give uh, don't give a Buck I was that year, and I went to, she was eligible for, um, oh, Barrels for Cash. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, she was there. So, I thought, I'm going to try and get her ready for that. So, that was my goal. And I took her to that, and the, she was really cool. She won first in the 2D and the Futurity out of the two runs. And I, I mean, she's been placing and then I got her here this year and I don't know boy she just keeps impressing me more and more so I don't know what to do <laughs> I'm gonna have to get myself in shape to run her because she's uh, pretty quick <laughs> she's a gritty little mare and she's all about her job <laughs> yeah, she loves to do it yeah so you're saying she's gritty. Like, can you tell us about how it feels to run her and how your run felt well, yesterday? She she goes into the barrels like she likes to turn first and second really well. But she's comes into first pretty pretty hard, and, yeah. and I got to be careful because she turns it, and then I'm going my way to second, and she's turning it, and then now third, I've been having a little bit of difficulties because now she's running, oh. <laughs> and sometimes she doesn't want to quite sit down and turn it, <laughs> so I've worked a lot on that the last couple of months, and uh, she's been, and I need to trust her more, so mm -hmm. I just let her be, and I, I'm telling myself, don't touch the rein, just don't touch the rein, don't pull on her, Turner, yeah, <laughs> you know, and I did, and she blocked a, like I said, a fourteen five, and I was just floored by that because I'm looking at all the other girls running, and I'm going, wow, this mare clocks, mm -hmm. and she's not, I'm not even with her yet, <laughs> you know, like she's running, and I'm, 
I need to keep up with her, Absolutely. you know, because I got to get in shape. <laughs> if I got to run her next year, because there's more in that horse, if I just can stay out of her way. And a lot of times I'm sure I'm getting in her way when she turns, you know, or when she's running or whatever. And I ride a lot to stay in shape. <laughs> well, we were talking before and you just really got her. I know you said in 2020, but you look at a two-year span you're just growing together this is that just her really first year yeah this yeah. is really your first year i mean i hauled her to a bunch of our local gym canis to try and get her broke and, Absolutely. and i hauled her to fairs and um stuff to see what she was thinking i took her to winter fair this spring and the ground was really bad and a lot of people ballot third but she meaning gritty she went in there, did she hadn't run, hadn't seen a barrel since the year before. And so she was still pretty young, like yeah. pretty green. And I went in there and did my job and she walked out of there with 2D win there oh, at the winter fair. But third, she went right down and came up and took off like a cat. And I mean, I was still on her. <laughs> and a lot of other people's horses, some of them fell and they didn't come out of it so good. They hurt themselves. So it's scary. I love the ground when I come to MBRA because I can trust myself. She's not yeah. going to fall um, or slip. You know, I mean, she's like I said, she she wants to do the job. She just I got a rider. <laughs> and these girls do a wonderful job of keeping this arena. Oh, it's yeah. perfect. It oh. was well run really well. Yeah. I, you know, can't believe uh, why we didn't do this you know, last year, but I yeah. guess last year was just getting back with the COVID. And, and it's a shame, you know, we don't have facilities like this at home to run in. So this is really her only second time running in that arena. So coming all the way from Thunder Bay, Ontario, all the way out here, there's gotta be some obstacles that get in your way between the drive, the horses and everything else. So. Tell us a little bit about that. Did you oh, face any big obstacles? Yeah, this year I had a little bit of truck problems. Uh, it felt oh, like I had bad oh, fuel. Oh, no. So I'm, oh, I'm almost, yeah, so I'm almost home. And I'm, I went to uh, Carndor, to that jackpot. Oh, Carndor, yep. Yep. So I went to Carndor and we did really good there. She really ran well there. And I'm on my way home and I took another girl to get her qualified for finals. and. And I mean, just about Uppsala, that's after driving, going back home, um, my truck started to pick up. <laughs> and I'm going, uh-oh. And I mean, the engine light came on and um, I lost some forward motion. <laughs> so I was pretty worried about it. And anyways, I stopped at Uppsala and I let the car rest and phoned my mechanic. And he said, do this, do that, do this. And none of it worked, but anyway, I got back in the truck and it decided it was going to go. So I made it all the way back to Thunder Bay and dropped my girlfriend off and kicked it back on. Then I went home and had it taken to the garage and I couldn't get into a mechanic because all the mechanics are really, really, really busy. Don't ask me why, but <laughs> nothing was working. Mechanic on call. I love that. Well, yeah, he's a good friend. And uh, yeah, so then I... I was hoping to go to, to Barrels for Cash again this year, which was last weekend. But by the time I got my mechanic on it and I took it into some guy who did some dialysis on it, yep. we changed the fuel filter once 
um, that was okay. I think I went to Dryden mm -hmm. after that and did really well there. Went home on the way home. It started choking again. So then I'm thinking, oh boy. So then we got it into this dialysis guy and he works on these diesel, big diesel yep. motors. Yep. And he checked everything. He said the motor is running strong. He said the turbo's good. Everything was good. And he changed the fuel filter again, changed a bunch of uh, stuff, you know, um, on the computer or whatever. I don't know. Yep. But um, we know horse mechanics. Yes. <laughs> and then my, my other mechanic that, I needed front end work done. I needed new tires. I needed calipers. Well, once he got in there to change the ball joints and everything else I needed doing, he changed my calipers and my brakes. So the whole front end has been. You got like a brand new truck out of well, it. Well, no, but <laughs> it's working really good. And, oh but I did not let my gas tank go below half a tank all the way here. Yeah. So I'm assuming I picked up bad fuel because it, so far so good. It was really good. Awesome. Yeah. Go ahead. It's good that you overcame that anyway. So far. Yeah. We'll see on the way home. I'm not old yet. <laughs> yeah, true. But that's, that's you know, been the worst dilemma other than moose on the road, and I've missed a few of them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you don't want to. I seen a big buck coming up, and he had a big set of horns on the rack on him. And boy, he was nice. Yeah. <laughs> and it was broad daylight, and I seen something move over a hill, and I'm going, what is that? Oh, it's a moose. <laughs> and he was a big boy <laughs> oh, gosh. i'm glad you missed those oh yeah <laughs> i could tell you lots of stories <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I, I believe you yeah, yeah. Oh, but no i'm uh hoping i've had a lot of people request request like ask about her because they yeah. wanted to buy her but i've been humming and hawing and hard to get rid of those ones well i've gotten rid of a few of them and oh, over the years because i've had bad legs i have a knee replacement on one side and two bad ankles so you know i keep going but you know she's been pretty good to me so absolutely well, i like it you won the 2d yesterday yeah i'm not done yet and i know i stood up First, no, second in the 2D select today. Oh, well, so, so I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, yeah. pretty good boy. I'm not a 2D or a 3D, I can't remember. I haven't checked lately, <laughs> but uh, I'm hoping to make it back to the short goal. I've made it back to the short goal of both my horses in select for tomorrow, so we'll see. Oh, well, we both wish you luck. Oh, yeah. thank you. Keep our fingers crossed oh, for you making short go. Let's put it this way. Day. I won, I won some money, so I paid for half of yes. what I've done so far. So hopefully I can pay for the rest of it. <laughs> We're all with you on that one. And, uh, yeah. Trucks. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Kathy. Oh, thanks you're for welcome. having here. Thanks for doing the interview. And yeah, I yeah, really appreciate you asking me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank it's you. So fun. <laughs> it's nice to nice to meet you. In fact, I bought a horse from your dad. No, know, how many years ago? Fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, she was a nice mare. Yeah, and she went on to become. We didn't make it back to that fifty fifty that year, but we went on to. Uh, I sold her to a really good youth, and she won a lot of AQHA stuff. Oh, that's and her name was Sunday Dunbar. Okay. Yeah. She was a really nice mare. Love it. I'll have to quiz my dad about it after. Yeah. I, was, I felt so bad not to get it back to the 50-50 that year because she would have done well. But And you know, lots of things happen between uh, between their one and five year. Lots of stuff. Happened. Well, 
darn, you know, I had her feet done before we were supposed to leave and she popped an abscess because she get worse. And I, my girlfriend was supposed to come up here to the MBRA finals. She was only qualified too. Yeah. Darn it, her horse didn't get an abscess. So she, I felt so bad for her because she'd been working so hard. Well, it seems like everybody's lost this year. Yeah, yeah. it's been bad for abscesses, boy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, thank you. Yes, yeah, thank you. And thanks to everybody who's listening. We'd really like to thank MBRA sponsors. And good luck to everybody. <laughs> good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. And this morning we are here with uh, Dawn Vandersteen. And she is taking the MBRA finals by storm, which is excellent. We've had her on here on the podcast before talking about training young horses and stuff. And she's shown us how it's done. Thank you. <laughs> A really good job. So why don't we like talk about all the different things that you are actually winning at? We gotta we had to we had to write it down because it was such a long list. Yeah. You've had an amazing last couple of days on both your horses. So I will decipher what you've kind of won, but you let us know which horses you submit at yeah. this point. Okay. okay. So throughout the weekend, the past couple of days, Dawn has been first and second in the first go of the select. She's been both the go round winners. And she was also first and second in the open the first day and third and fifth the second day in the one day. And we were also first and second in the Manitoba brand one day, which is a huge accomplishment. And I'm sure your breeder is absolutely yeah. happy, happy. But first tell us, take us through those runs. Well, um, so, and you mentioned the two horses, but I actually have the third, my five-year-old, who's just really stepping up now. And I'm so proud of him. Um, because he was right in there, right in there, right at the top of the 1D, the first, both days, actually. Um, so he's, I, you know, and when they, these young ones come on like that and give you something that, because after they start running good, you, you almost expect it. I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean, you know, you know what they can do. So let's do it, right? Every yeah. time. But the young ones, you don't know exactly and then when they put like they run and like the clock says this it's like wow i think i have another winner and honestly that's how i feel about my buckskin like yes oh my god some of his moves so i'm really excited about him but you know it was really weird because i didn't feel crazy nervous or anything like i didn't feel i mean i was excited but um all three of my horses, and I think I started with Jr., who I consider my, who's been my top running horse so far, and he gave me a good run, but a bit wonky. Like I, you know, I wasn't exactly, and I, and I'm not to be critical, but when you're in competition, you do have to look at it and go, you know. I mean, that was great, but it wasn't perfect. Not that you're going to get a perfect, perfect run, but you're always striving for that, right? Yeah. And so he gave me a great run. And so that, but then I was very happy. So then my second run, because yeah, because then that put him in the lead after the open had already gone. So that put me in the lead. And then Redneck, he come in and I knew he could do it, but he's just been off and on. There's been something going on with him and I couldn't figure out what it was. I've been betting a lot and maybe we finally got it because he just gave me the most beautiful run and then he he was the fastest time which totally blew me away i always knew he could do it and he has off and on 
But anyway, he gave me a great run and I was so proud of him. And then I rode my five-year last and he gave me a really good run. Like he wasn't far behind. So amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, when you come like in Canada, especially, you do outdoor run, outdoor run all year round. And then all of a sudden yeah. you come to here yeah. and the echoing, it's just different, especially with the young horse. Yeah. And especially because because of COVID and the way everything's been, it's not like we've had much time in these arenas. Like I think I have had them in here once this year, once ever. It's not like they know the arena, you know, or that. But they're kind of getting past that stage anyway when you go to so many different venues they you know but um no they they've just handled it great and i feel like i well so i took them to see my vet last week cindy catherine winnipeg and just because i had this big event and then i have alberta and i'm just like this give them a going over i you know i just want to make sure they're and i'm really glad i did because there were a few things that you know she found and that we we treated for and they're all feeling really great I think like you know and that's such a good feeling because man sometimes it's hard getting your horse to an event sound and healthy <laughs> and happy yeah. and I know that because we've had so many bed outs at the event here you know so it's yeah. very blessed that they all came ready to work yeah um, so that leads quite nicely into another question. Yeah. Um, what what obstacles did you have to overcome to get here? Like uh, there must be some some things that stood in your way. And well, um, this isn't an obstacle, but I I, I personally felt like I was going to be challenged this weekend because I'm the secretary for the MBRA, secretary treasurer. So there's a lot um, that entailed, and I didn't, I didn't know exactly how much, how busy that was going to keep me, and how do I look after three horses when you have three horses in a box stall and you want to keep them clean and fed and watered, and then I'm, you know, have to be in the office looking after a lot of things there. That was a challenge for me, and um, I just felt like. <laughs> I just have worked honestly like prep started like a couple weeks ago try to get everything as far as the office work my computer work done up try to be proactive really work on having things caught up and as organized as possible um and then just keeping my horses fit and yeah it just and so i honestly found that things haven't been too bad here because friday i didn't have oh i can say i didn't have anyone here because my family wasn't here but Justine Cornelson, bless her heart, she helped me because I had three to run pretty close together. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so she was helping me with the saddling and stuff. So, but yeah, it worked out just great. So that yeah. kind of leads up to our next question. One that I'm really curious about for today is, so we have a very close competition between you and Chloe Chris. Mm -hmm. And in the open, at the end, it goes... Chloe, you, Chloe, you. So mm -hmm. how do you plan on running that? What is your game plan if you have one? <laughs> you yeah, probably read my mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's going to be really, really fun. So um, April did come yesterday to help me. And I had no idea she was going to give that speech last night. Oh, it was go hard. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Oh, I was, yeah, that was such a special very, moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she came because she, I mean, she said all along, if you make the short go, 
you could be tight because especially with the slack being not that many yeah. and so that she would come and help me and i'm like yeah yeah that's good but i said just wait let's see how it goes like what if i actually don't make the short go because it can happen it should happen and so then after i had my first two runs and they were both good runs i messaged her i'm like pack your boots i think I, i've got at least two in the short go <laughs> so she's um yeah she's just gonna come and be there and um yeah it'll be fine she'll just be there holding, like, sitting on them or holding them and then i'll just on one and the other thing is this is funny right now i'm running all three in the same bit and i'm like that i will get a bit and i'll it'll just go on everything yeah all day and then sometimes little things will change but so that's kind of I, i'll have to probably use a different bit. <laughs> i'm not too worried about it but um yeah the bits aren't everything anyway so yeah so i've got my helper lined up and yeah. grandpa's coming to look after parker my granddaughter while april helps me so that's perfect yeah and, and april have always been kind of like a general you see you got trail races all yeah. the time she's yeah. obviously a daughter so she's yeah. in there for your training program so it'll be nice yeah. to have somebody really close to you and she um and and like she always says that of course she finds me easy to ride behind because I guess I taught her to ride, you know? So she's like, she can just jump on my horse at any time and make a, a great ride. Like, cause she just, we ride the same way. So. Yeah, you guys do. Yeah. Yeah, so she's she's a, she's a great help, and then like Justine's always been a great help. She's like another daughter to me, so mm -hmm. but she's got her own horse to ride. Today, so. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's small to ride. Yes, yeah. Oh my gosh, ever. Yeah, <laughs> like her and I just got along so good, and now we're heading to Pinoca together, and we've often done that Pinoca trip together. So yeah, we're just like let's go. Yep, let's go, girl. Is that coming up shortly? Mm -hmm. Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, wow. Busy, busy couple of weeks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Pack enough for like three weeks <laughs> between here and there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. Well, it's just fun when you, now your horses are working good and now you're heading to another big event, you know, and you've got that good feeling. Of course, we all know anything's going to happen. Yeah. So you've been involved in the MBRA for a while and um, in many different ways. What about somebody that's come, just coming into the association? How can they get involved or like, you know, how can a young, a, a young person kind of help, help be involved and, and put on such a good event? Well, like you did start putting on some good events over there in your area. And that well, was thank you. Yeah, no, and that's wonderful because you know what? When we actually started the association, one of our mandates really was to try to keep things in the east because I mean, at the time, 25 years ago, I mean, everything was in the west. And I mean, that's just the way it is. But we're like, let's try to keep things in the east so we're not always, everybody's not always traveling that way. And you know, unfortunately, we just don't have the numbers in the yeah. East. We just don't. Now, we do have some coming from Ontario. So that's great. But so for you to put on jackpots down at Grunfall, that's wonderful because you're, you know, giving some uh, new people something to see and, oh, maybe we should try that. And I mean, I think our second final, second, third final were at Ericsdale. Yeah. You know, so... 
that's a, but it, but it would have been nice to keep it over there. But really, what other venues do we have on the east side oh, that yeah. actually could host something like this? Yeah, yeah. So all I mean, this friends, facility is just so nice. Oh, it's too. super, it's super. But yeah, we just have to keep trying to get things going in the east and keep things going. Yeah. And it's nice, it's actually kind of nice that the, some of those jackpots are smaller because it's less intimidating. Mm -hmm. Like anybody can come and just test the waters and see if they like it or- Yeah, it, so. yeah. I know, and um, like um, a girl in our area started putting some on regularly and wow, did like the Pee Wee memberships ever jump? Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, just like everybody in the area wanted to- <laughs> Perfect. That's where it starts. Awesome. The girls' yeah. association, no matter where you are. So yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And MPRA, I find, makes it so easy for people to start. Right? Like it's easy to start uh jackpot series, post one, anything. Yeah. And there's lots of resources. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And kids just getting that, you know, first $8 and 3D, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm bucked, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. Helping kids, adults too. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of money. It's all awesome. Absolutely. Well, thank you much. Thank you very much, Don. I don't want to hold you up anymore because I know you've got a busy yeah. day ahead of you. Um, we've already started, so we're starting in the select youth and then the open today. It's open. Oh, open. Oh, it's the fastest. So I don't think I'll be running till about ten. Eight thirty, nine thirty, about ten thirty. Now you'll be waiting and waiting, and then all of a sudden it'll just all happen for you. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Absolutely. Thanks, girls, for talking. Yeah, inviting me. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Okay. Well, you have a great rest of the day, and and good luck on your runs today. Thanks, girls. Thanks you all for watching and and checking it out on our facebook page so many of you viewed those episodes and i know that those people really appreciated that and they're all your words of encouragement on their posts and stuff um wonderful and a huge shout out to the platinum sponsors of the event as well so actually first of all the title sponsor narek and also yeah. the youth sponsor is narek Huge shout out to them because uh, of all the support they give to that event. It's a wonderful event and so fun for all of us yeah. barrel racers. So, and then the other and platinum sponsors, sponsors as for well. Years, sorry, oh. and they've been. Merrick has been sponsoring this event for years and years, and it does not go unnoticed. My goodness. Yeah, no kidding. And then the platinum sponsors as well. So Rodeo Dog, who was there, had their booth there. Omega Alpha Supplements, Sweet Pro Canada, WJ Livestock Supply. We had our booth right beside theirs. It was fun visiting with them. <laughs> Absolutely. And then 3M Beef Supplies, uh, Mike and Tannis Shackleford, and Technovet Industries. So thank you all for sponsoring the event. And, and yeah. So yeah, it was it was so good to see a lot of them being there too, right? Like your Omega Alpha. Well, Rodeo Dog also sells Omega Alpha. So if you didn't know that, Rodeo Dog is an Esteban. If you want to go pick yourself up, so. oh. <laughs> but it was so good to see that Rodeo Dog had their own trailer there, and of course Jody and Ward being right beside us was just it creates a whole different 
atmosphere and experience when you get to share it with everybody too. Yeah. That was like one of the funnest parts for me was just to see everybody all at once. And like, you know, you're walking around, you can visit with everyone. Just awesome. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We have one more person to thank. <laughs> yes, a, we do. Yeah. Lasered by Felicia. So she laser engraved some coffee mugs for us that we used uh, while we were doing the interviews. And mm -hmm. she does an amazing job engraving. She can engrave just about anything. Wood. Um, metal floor mats um yeah <laughs> you name Everything. it she can engrave it <laughs> and she did a beautiful job so if you want to go check it out check her out on instagram laser by felicia but also if you follow our ride like a mother pages we yeah. have her cup splattered all over there because we also did a giveaway so one lucky lady ended up leaving with one of her mugs too so which was very exciting <laughs> exactly <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody for listening to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. I hope that the knowledge suits you well and that you can take it to your community. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. So hit that subscribe button. And we would love your support. And you can show that support by leaving us a review on your podcast platform or sharing this episode with somebody you think might find it interesting and valuable. We meet here every Thursday, same time, same place. And we will see, see you at the next, next jackpot. jackpot. <laughs>